The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. one-on-one with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, September 9th, 2014, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, fan-favorite gay adult star, Champ Robinson. Welcome to the show, Champ. Thank you. How are you? Fantastic. And yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. That's great to hear. I'm really excited to get the chance to interview you, have you on the show. I know that we've been chatting about it for long ass time listeners but uh, we finally making it happen so all of the champ robinson fans you know buckle up because you're in for an incredible ride tonight as we go through champ's experiences in the adult industry exactly yes close and personal Exactly. So uh, we're going to start off the interview as I typically do by getting some of your stats out of the way because I'm sure the majority of the listeners and your fans, they probably haven't had the chance to see you in person. So, you know, they only get to see you through pictures or through the scenes that they see on their TV, computer, mobile devices. So (laughs) let's get to know some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? I'm uh, 5'11", between 180. 185, depending on the way I'm eating. So, yes, I try to keep it lean and, and tight. Okay. What's your ethnicity? Uh, well, uh, black is predominant, though, but I do have Indian and uh, Caucasian as well in my bloodline. Mm-hmm. Cool. What's your zodiac sign? <laughs> Pisces, the fish, splash, splash. There you go. And how old are you? Uh, mid-30s. Okay. Mr. Vague. <laughs> I like it. I like the general number. Yeah. Keep them guessing. Yeah. So I want to start off by talking about how you got into the adult industry. So how'd you get into the gay adult industry? What's uh, your story? My story? Well, something I always wanted to do, you know. I, I mean, we all get, well, most of us get this fantasy of how would it be to perform or take pictures or whatnot. And and actually, my partner and I did a um, amateur thing, and, and it started from there. So it's been very supportive with him, and, and I love it ever since. It's been a high rise to me since that um, first uh, amateur shoot. Okay, cool. Very interesting. So, so this was always uh, something that you had wanted to try, something that you wanted to experience. Exactly. I'm an exhibitionist. I have a voyeuristic person, so yeah, I like um, being watched or and doing new things. So yes, that's something I always thought about back in my mind. Okay, cool. How long have you been in the adult industry? 
Uh, seven years, yes. Oh, I'm an old-timer now, I guess. Well, no, not an old-timer, but definitely heading to uh, veteran status. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Now, a question that I always love to ask, especially performers in the adult industry, is how they came up with their porn name. You know, because I always feel like a name in the adult industry is very important. you got to pick the right name. you got to pick a name that's, you know, the, the fans can associate with you, that's catchy, that is recognizable as, as you. So, how'd you come up with yours? Oh, well, like uh, many things, they actually do that rungle thing of picking your animal in the street. But yes, my favorite pet, uh, childhood pet was a uh, champ. I was a collie, so it was my favorite dog uh, of all time. So uh, I, I took his name to remember him. And Robinson is one of the streets I grew up on. So and I just collaborated the two together. Oh, that's hilarious. You actually, you actually did that, which is yes, sort of I like, did. you know, what people do on... Uh you know, on Facebook or something, whenever they do like those weird tags and stuff. That's interesting how that's how you actually came up with your name. And it yeah. actually ended up working out. It's not like you had, you know, I don't know, fluffy Northeast 92nd Avenue or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have went that route. <laughs> fluffy Robinson. No, I don't think that has a ring to it. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so that's awesome, man. That's that's a that's a good story. So let's jump into our DeLorean and let's go back in time to your first day on an official porn set. What was that like for you? Were you nervous, excited, scared? What was going on through your mind? Most excited, really, and I was trying to see what was going on in the industry. So actually, it was a very exciting day. So it was like an amateur shoot for uh, Treasure Island Media, exactly. And it was during Folsom season in uh, California. So that's where it first started and went to the shoot, got things together, and then went from there. So it was more exciting than being scared. So and my partner was along with me, so that made it much more easier. So that was a great fun experience. I got into it, and I seemed like I couldn't stop. So I love it ever since. Okay, that's cool. That's what's up. So do you think if your partner wasn't there that it would have been a little bit more nerve-wracking or because you have this uh, exhibitionist streak that's what uh, you know regardless of, of if he was there or not if you, if you were performing in your first scene with him or not you would have been comfortable anyway uh, yeah I'm probably a little bit more nervous if I would have he would have given me support and I definitely would have went and done it, done it with him or doubt him so yes he's my support system where he's actually the man behind more of the creation so I give him homage to that so yes he's the man who I that makes me me awesome cool so what do you enjoy most about starring in adult scenes what I enjoy most <laughs> Uh, you know, well, the most important thing would be the actually, uh, excuse me, explicit, the most the fucking board. I like that, and I like body contact. So yeah, I like actually devouring an ass. That'd be my most important thing. And yeah, because I actually put the cameras out of my mind and just put the performer I'm with, and we just do our thing like the cameras are not there. So yeah, I love I love sex. So yeah, like I said, exhibitionism that just gets me going. If knowing somebody's watching, that makes me hot. And and motivated more. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get the sort of like the the yin and the yang of uh, being on a porn set. What turns you on the most, and what turns you off the most on set? Uh, on set, what that would turn me off, I would be uh, uh, body odor. That does. I mean, I mean, like natural man odor, but just 
strictly smells. I'm a very person that, that, that has a strong smell. So, yeah. And, um, and yeah, and that's watching. I'm not into that blood and um, what I'm looking for and scat. And that's not part of me. So that probably will be the main things. And another thing being on time. So once there, so those things will be my main things um, that will know what I mean. Timing, blood, scat, and strong uh, offensive odors. Okay. Anything else I can deal with. Okay. As long as there's a camera. As long as there's a camera, yeah, I can deal with the uh, people with their deep attitudes. So, yes, I can, yeah. As long as the camera ready to shoot. So, yeah, being on set, the, uh, and what I like the most is uh, the professionalism of the cast, which are they always been kind and good to me, and they welcome me with open arms and make sure I'm comfortable and I uh, have no... Nothing bad to say about any of them because they all been the ones been great. Each company I've worked with, they all have their quirks of how they like things, and yeah. they can go in and we go in as a professional, do my thing, and that's it. And, I, and that's what I love about it. Awesome, that's great to hear. It's always nice to hear when someone really enjoys what they're doing, regardless of what it is. Right. Yeah. So I want to break a porn scene down in a scene Ooh. which, uh, yeah. Calm down now. The camera's not rolling yet. No, let me stop. <laughs> In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Giving or receiving oral? Or receiving. Okay. In a scene, is rimming a must? No, it's not a must, though, but it depends on the actor. I uh, would love to rim that ass, so it depends on the actor, pretty much. Okay. So, yeah, sometimes, it, yeah, I guess I'm kind of apathetic on it. Uh, either or, it depends on the actor, so yeah, I, yeah, I have to rim, but it's not a must, but I guess it depends on that performer I'm with. Depends on the booty. Yes. Flat ass, no way. <laughs> uh, flat ass can be okay. I mean, I, I mean, I had all my different types of asses, so I mean, I'm, I'm she has a flat, I mean, it's not good, so I, I'll give it a try. So it's okay. not I, I'm a man of all asses. Sounds good. Champ Robinson has tasted the rainbow. Yes, exactly. Skittles. <laughs> 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 there you go. In a scene, and this is in particular in in. Um, in, when you're filming a, a scene, what's your favorite position? Uh, I have a couple. Well, I like being ridden. And I like the doggy style. And I like the guy on the stomach. So those are my three favorite positions and, and having sex. So, yes. Okay. So, yeah. And in a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load? <laughs> I just don't know the pin question what's going on if it's that good that great and I'm all in it I, I would like to explode inside but I like to pull out and shoot all over so my majority I would like to pull out and shoot what I'm shooting so okay be my main thing to shoot but yeah but if that but it's good I will like shoot it in and let that um, bottom uh, shoot out of his ass that's hot as well Okay. Speaking of the bottoms, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Oh, favorite bottoms. That would be Draven Torres. Of course, that's my sweetheart. I love him to death. <laughs> and uh, Chris Ashton, I, I love him. Uh, he's doing a shoot. Um, just trying to run through my list of people. Um, Jordan Stone. Robbie Mendez. 
uh, Matt Sizemore. So yeah, I have a list of actors I enjoy doing. Adam Russo. So yeah, I can go on with the list. So <laughs> those would be my top faves. I can remember from the top of my head right now. Oh, and Owen oh, Hawke. Uh, I can't leave them out. Gotta mention him. Okay, cool. Very, very good list. Now, out of uh, all of the performers that you haven't done a scene with, do you have any people that are on your, you know, quote-unquote must-do list, people that you're interested in working with in the future? Uh, yeah, quite a few, but the one that can come to mind I can think of right now is Remy Mars. I like to do a scene with Remy, so he's one of my uh, go-after-hand-getting guys, so... Okay. Well, uh, Remy has co-hosted some stuff on the station, and uh, and I believe weren't you on the, weren't you on pornographically correct with Remy at one point? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we need to we need to make this happen. We're exactly. all about making dreams come true here on Poppy Chulo Radio, and I love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll work on that. Uh, listeners coming to a computer near you very soon. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Watch out for it. Exactly. Okay, so this is going to be a difficult question to ask, and I am going to put you on the spot because Ooh, right. because I enjoy putting people on the spot. That's not, that's not nice. I know. I apologize ahead of time, but, uh, you know, you, you make your co-stars take it, so I'm going to make you take it. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Out of all of the performers that you've been in scenes with through you know the hundreds of scenes that you've done over the seven years that you've been in the industry, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you for one person. So let's just say who have, who out of all of them have possessed some of the best assets you've been in? Like it was like perfect, like it was the right grip, you know, it felt good, it, it felt like home. Um, well, like I, um, there are going to be some repeat names here. Uh, of course, Draven was the perfect dream come true. Love that. Um, Jake Knight, yeah, he was a great guy. Uh, Adam has a great ass. And gosh, I'm just trying to run down this list. And of course, uh, Brandon Hawk uh, and, and Owen Hawk. Yeah, Owen has one of those memorable asses too. I just love fucking him. So, yes, it's just his attitude and demeanor so between of all two I'll put uh, Owen Hawk and Draven in that top category of passes of all of all times okay cool good choices do you watch your own scenes or films is that something that you like well you're an exhibitionist so does that mean you like to also be a voyeur and see what you've done or do you try to sort of stay away from watching the scenes that you've been in I stay away, really. I don't really watch my performances. I, I don't. And people come up to me and say things, and I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about, really, because I don't really watch the things. <laughs> I have seen a few. Well, the first one, of course, everybody wants to see the first film. And yes, and I probably saw like, a couple after with the people that I like, but after that, no, I just like do it and I'm done and just get feedback. Okay. Well, that, that completely makes sense. Uh, I would uh, assume that it would be kind of maybe awkward yeah, to see it. Yes, exactly. And when I hear people feedback and I try to see what I can do better or what to give or what I want to uh, give more into it instead of doing the same routine things. So, yeah, I try to learn corners at times as well. So, yes, I'm, yeah, if I'm feeling it. So, yeah, I'd like to give people mm-hmm. 
remember when Joel experienced antique watching yeah. Robinson. Good stuff, man. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? Like the first one that you ever saw in your life? <laughs> oh, guys, you're going to get me locked up. <laughs> I was young. Yeah, yeah, gosh, I was, God, I was young. I'm going to say, how old was I? Let's take that back. I'm going to say, I'm just, I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking uh, at least 12, maybe, 11, 12. Okay. Were these on VHS or Betamax? <laughs> Uh, um, that, was a, uh, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, it was a VHS. So yes, yeah, people remember what a VHS is. Yes, it was a uh, one of those old-fashioned projection things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to assume it was straight porn. Uh, yes, it was, but I did see a, um, a gay flick at, uh, at that age well, so yeah, it was quite well. I think my first gay flick I saw was Brian's Boys, that was the name of it, it was like, okay. <laughs> I can still remember the movie, it was like, it was, yeah. My did first Brian get all the boys? Uh, yes, he did, yes. It was a whole <laughs> Caucasian cast, and I, I quite enjoyed it, so yes. <laughs> you're giving me memories, now you're taking me back down memory lane. There you go. <laughs> That's what's up. He's going to go, uh, uh, champ, after the interview, he's going to be going on, um, like, uh, I don't know, porno tube or something, looking up Brian, Brian's boys. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, much so, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, um, right now, I want to ask you the big question of the interview. It's uh, the question I'm sure all of your hardcore fans are dying to know, and uh, it is the big question, emphasis on big. And the question is, how much is Champ Robinson packing? Champ Robinson, you got here. Ten on a good day, but when I'm really, really excited, it gets to ten point five. So it gets that extra little kick and curse in it when I'm really excited and really going, so I can really pack it out. So yeah, that's the, um, or well, some people swear it get longer than that though, but I don't know. I'm not actually fucking myself, so I don't know. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it a ten point five. Okay, so it sometimes gets that little extra oomph. Yeah, exactly. So okay, like for like a Draven Torres. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen that clip? Or, well, the box cover, I've got some feedback on that. So, it's uh, from quite a few people. That's, that's a good scene. So, I really enjoyed it. So, if you hadn't seen it, people, go out and watch it. Listeners, go cop that. <laughs> Do you happen to know its thickness? Oh, thickness. Oh, oh the girth of it. Um, five and a half, six uh, could be. Um, 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 that's a guesstimation there. So... Yeah, I'm gonna say more six, uh, a little more. So that's what I'm giving the thickness of it. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not pencil, so you can actually feel it opening in and, and going through. So it's not a uh, it's not a, it's not a pencil. So uh, we know that. Well, yeah, that's evident in your scenes. <laughs> when did you first realize that you were packing something special? When did you first realize that what you had isn't necessarily what everyone else had? Or what everyone else has. Uh, not probably uh, later on because I really didn't think it was uh, out of the ordinary. People kept telling me, "You, you, oh, you're big, 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 right? What?" I mean, I really didn't pay attention to that. I guess I was like more like uh, 
17, 18 maybe, but I really feel like, okay, it's, it's there. And that's probably about when I started getting in. Yeah, and um, for sure, I started to take it myself um, probably a little bit in my 20s, like 23, 24, and I'm like, okay, it is a little different than some people. Okay. What's the typical reaction, like the typical first reaction in particular when you, you know, when you whip them out for the first time, in particular if it's a performer that you haven't shot with? Um, most of them at all, um, uh, that, uh, I'll be, the reaction I get, you asking? Yeah. I, uh, some people are intimidated. I mean, I don't know why, because I'm laid back, I'm working with you, and they see me as a point king, some of them, and I'm like, I'm doing them laid back, I'm human, uh, and I, and it's the same thing, I'm a good person, so you actually get some intimidation, some nervous, and some just all happy and giggly, so I get a, quite a reaction from, uh, from the groups I haven't shot with before, but it's all good to bring them in and make them relax. So, okay, has anyone been able to deep throat you before? Yeah, I've had quite a few people that can actually pick me all the way down, so without even gagging. So I guess uh, the tonsils removed. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I have a few, and I, I kind of like the gag at times. I don't, I don't know why I'm a freak like that. Like that at times. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes. Have you ever had a, this could be a porn performer or, or just someone that, uh, that you're, you know, having sex with that just couldn't take it at all? Like just couldn't, absolutely could not oh, take it. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Can that turn out to a solo, uh, uh, shoot. Oh shit. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, I guess that's the easiest way to solve it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you making me think about all these things and putting me in those exact moments, man. Oh, gosh, I feel like a memory lane here. Exactly. So, okay, so, like, I'm kind of curious, like, how did that happen? Like, I'm assuming that the scene was starting to film as normal, and then all of a sudden it gets to where you know, you're about to, like, put it in, and then it's starting to go in, and then it's, they're like, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I don't know, I'm thinking of, yeah, I, I tried to dish, at least, like, he said he had done before, like, every time, ten times or more, and they're like, this is not working, so I'm like, the rest are like, nope, we're just going to change it to this. <laughs> so it kept on and on and on after, every time. Stop, stop, stop. I felt like I was at some kind of a um, green light, uh, uh, like a stoplight convention. That's what it felt like. Okay. You are a pretty, I would say, and I think you would agree, I mean, you're in a pretty intense performer when you're performing. Like, you're really into it, and you're, like, in my opinion, you're you're 100% like selling yourself as a performer. Like, you're mm -hmm. always, like, you know, really into your partner and like, you're really selling it for the viewer. Like, you know, it, it's, it, you know, you're an incredible performer. So my question for you is it's obvious in my opinion, when, when your co-star 
your fellow performer in the scene sort of tells you that you can kind of have at it a bit more because your intensity certainly builds up and it becomes a bit more of an aggressive scene. So mm-hmm. my question for you is, is that something that you discuss with the person that you're doing a scene with ahead of time? Is that something that just sort of goes with the flow and, uh, you know, it's a little bit more of a interactive type of thing when you're actually doing the scene or like how how does that go about like how do you know what a performer's what a scene partner's limits are it goes with the flow and just happens i mean it's just natural and just goes from there we don't discuss anything that's hot just goes and we get into it and just like that intensity drills and goes so it's just Nothing rehearsed, nothing discussed. That's how that's how everything turns out to be, and, and we uh, end up. Okay. So like, yeah, because I like going in without uh, discussing what well, I just like to go naturally, and, and that's and that's one of the major things. It's like make it go so well, just going in naturally and meeting that person for the first time, and just uh, connecting and clicking. So yes. Sounds good. Now, someone that you connected with that uh, the fans seem to love this scene it, it's slightly legendary and and it's mm-hmm. it isn't a performer that you mentioned so that's uh, so why i do want i know to... who you're going to say yes i guess i think i know you're going to say yes hot rod <laughs> yes I knew it. that yeah, scene hot, for yeah. some reason has connected so well with the viewers i mean you i mean you you made that man squeal so i think that's what what people are um people are always talking about so can you share with the listeners a, a bit about that scene in particular uh, how long ago was that scene and uh, why do you feel the um the fans and uh the listeners and your supporters have somehow like really connected and become fixated on that scene well hot rod's a hot former and he is a good guy i didn't mean to leave him off sorry hot rod but yes and he has a, a huge fan base and i guess they like that watching and that connection though but yeah it was great and it was like one of my uh earlier performances so yeah i wasn't really i was not as comfortable as i am now with myself it was just like let's do this and i was just like trying to just focus and get things over though but yeah i mean it was hard and went through and yeah i enjoyed the uh chemistry with him because he has a great ass yeah so i rank him in great asses and everything went well so yeah he's a wonderful wonderful person and a good guy so yeah i think they just like that um watching him being such a power top and watching good bottom i guess that's how people just uh, connected at scene just watching him get um gutted down yes yeah exactly so that's what i think that thing sticks out with with people today and as you said that yes actually i've seen that clip somebody just threw up uh, a couple weeks back was talking about it so yeah that is hot so yeah i didn't mean to leave them off because i don't have to run down of people or whatnot everything just coming from top of my head so okay cool yeah the the fans are fixated on that scene and i'm yeah, so well we need to do hot rod listening we need to do part two okay i think you do especially now as you said you know since it was one of your earlier scenes and you know you um like how you put it, you know, you were still a little green, let's say, and you, exactly. you definitely matured in your performances. So I think uh, I think a rematch should be made. You know, you, there should be a rematch. Yeah, so bring it over so I can slam it down. <laughs> okay. So we've got to. Okay, let me go over this. So we need to have what is it? You and Remy Mars, and That's now correct. you and Hot Rod Part Two. That's it. 
Okay. Make sure listeners make notes and start emailing production companies. <laughs> do you do anything in particular to maintain a consistent and large pop shot? Because I think uh, out of all of the scenes that you've done, I mean, I think you're pretty consistent in your load. So is that something you try to manipulate with diet or are you just naturally um, a shooter like that? I guess it comes with, with Volvo. I actually uh, am a good shooter because I had to do a three-week uh, three week shoot. So, yeah, actually, I had to come out of three days. Three, uh, three well, what's that, 21 days of coming, yeah. So I guess it's there with the diet as well. So, yeah. Have to maintain the diet and the right things and give it that right, uh, I guess, load, get load and sort of shoot well. So, okay. if I answered your question, I hope. Yes, and, and that sounds like an amazing title, uh, 21 Days of Coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think I can do it, but I, I was actually telling myself that I think I'd done it, so way to go. But as always, I say direction is good and the people good. I mean, I can go in and just do my job. So, But direction from the actual person that's swimming has a lot to do with it. Because I love a person that's calm and not all over the place. But yes, yes, I say do the good uh, producers and directors. Absolutely. What has been the funniest thing that has ever happened to you on a porn set? <laughs> oh, let me think. Gosh, what? That's the most funny thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, man. Hmm. I guess the, one of the most funny things we were shooting with one guy, well, I guess he prepped himself, and, and we were shooting, and, and water shot up his ass. So I guess it's one of the most funniest things so that they go through a cut and a shoot, and that was. It was hilarious, so you have to my composure on that. <laughs> I believe it. Now, from the funny to the embarrassing, has anything embarrassing ever happened to you on set? Uh, yes, I don't know what to be strictly a boulder and uh, yeah, my God, shit on my dick. Uh, okay. I mean, it happens, it happens, though, but uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's not one of the most craziest things ever. I, I, like, I get OCD with that at times. I mean, it happens, it's the body, I don't usually freak out, but I don't like uh, that. Uh, yeah, I don't like that kind of shit, so I'm not into that. Yeah, no, uh, no side of fudge or something. Uh, no. I doesn't like gross me out. I'm going to pass out there, but yeah, we can just like, let's go. Oh, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, don't let's, keep in the day and you know that. I mean, it's a fetish. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, let's get the yeah, smelling salts yeah. for, um, for Chip and Robinson before he passes and, out. Yeah, it's exactly. Most definitely. Yeah. But water sports, yeah, water sports are cool. I can deal with those. Uh, water sports are great. Okay, so uh, right now, I want to get a little bit more personal with you and I want to allow the listeners to get to know more about the man behind the performer so where are you originally from well actually uh, I'm all over I'm from upstate New York uh, exactly where we started uh, exactly and I'm like all over now so actually I'm um, on a tour so I'm all over now so I basically get back to upstate whenever I can and I usually head down to um, Virginia, uh, North Carolina, main, uh, little state because it's more tranquil, relaxing, and I can get things done, and it keeps me out of trouble. Okay, absolutely. So a southern boy. 
Uh, yeah, I kind of like it. So I have a few uh, friends and a little family here as well. So and that just and that's good to get away from all of the things of New York, especially the city. You know how that can be so good and so demanding, and that will definitely keep a boy like me in trouble. I would believe that. So, since you're a southern man, do you happen to be able to throw it down in the kitchen and cook some delicious southern cuisine? Yeah, exactly. I can basically cook anything you ask me to. I, I am a, a cook, so I, I love to do that. So, yeah, okay. I'm a pretty good cook. So, uh, i got to come and cook for you one day. So That I'll... sounds like a plan. What, what's your specialty? <laughs> My special would be my mac and cheese. That's my favorite. I, I can do a mean, my own recipe and style of a macaroni and cheese. I get people wanting rave reviews for it and, and want me to uh, always cook that. So that's one of my special dishes. Okay, that's what's up. That sounds... Yeah, yeah I love a good well, mac a and cheese. Well, a quick story now about saying, yeah, I had one of my... Well, I was working, someone, working and one of my coworkers, she told me, uh, my sister saying, come sleep in her bed if I will make her mac and cheese. But that's... <laughs> 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 so I'm good. That's how, how good it is. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but back to your questions. Excuse me, I'm all off track. No, it's a, that was perfectly fine. <laughs> you're, you're right on track because this interview is all about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, can you share with our listeners what life was like growing up for you? What were you like, Champ Robinson, as a, as a child, as an adolescent? Gosh, as a child, I guess uh, I grew up as a bad little child. Yeah, really. I was, uh, yeah, I was a handful growing up, and I guess I had still a handful. Uh, girls. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, growing up, yeah, I was yeah, very much so. I I was in that mode of everything had to be my way. No one else do what was right, but but mine. And you know, as you grow up, you know, you develop and start accepting those people's differences, and that's your way is not always right. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I always, always but I had a good childhood. Nothing kind of had good parents and good upbringing, and things were there, and good grandparents and family. So I always had a close knit family. So we they always. All they always did one another, and yeah, so I had a very, very good upbringing for most part. So good, supportive, and loving. Okay. Cool. And what about uh, what was life for like you in your twenties? Because I know you didn't give your age, but I think it's fair enough to assume that you weren't one of like the the performers that started off when they were like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know what I'm saying? You started right. into you came into the game with a little bit more of a let's say mature mindset. And this isn't an, this isn't an insult to any of the other performers that are eighteen or nineteen. But you know, you you have had lived life for a little bit. So uh, can you share with the listeners what was going on with your life, like let's say into your 20s? Well, I grew up early because I didn't have to grow up fast. Even in my teens, I took on an adult world early, so that was always there. So um, and 20s was a good time for me. Um, good music coming up and through. I'm just trying to uh, get things together with me in my life. So yeah, I was establishing myself pretty much basically and trying to get myself on the right track. And uh thinking where I wanted life to cure me. So yeah, I always carried things um, of developing myself pretty much doing in my 20s and trying to see where I want to go, what I want to do. So that was a, I guess, self-preservation time of learning myself and finding out what works for me, what I like, what I didn't like, and, and who I really was. So I guess a discovery of Champ Robinson during that time period. Okay, interesting. And what did you discover? 
uh, that I'm a loving, kind person, and and um, and I like doing things um, for myself and, and helping others. So I'm in that point now. I'm still um, self-solid. What I'm looking for, still developing, still learning, and I, I'm I'm um, almost to that point where I want to be in in life all the way through. So yeah. So with the help of God and family and friends, I will keep myself there, and I'm uh, a little bit more to go working on, and I will. But I love myself. I even love myself even more then. Nice. I like the sound of that. <laughs> cool. So can you share with our listeners what was going on with your life prior to joining the adult industry? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, let me think. I think I know it wasn't a mess. No, at all. No, I just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just a lot of learning experiences, relationships and things. You know, it was part of my life uh, before the adult entry prior relationship. Not my present, but prior. You know, just learning people and the manipulation, the conniving. And everybody didn't have your best interest in heart. So that's probably what before the adult entry, I was finding that a lot of life. So that people will just get what they want to leave you on the side. So I had took a lot of doing and, and understanding and learning people and I didn't want to do that to others. So yeah, it was like um, basically uh, learning people and uh, and breaking out of a shell. So that's probably my thing of uh, actually, uh, and I'm reiterating some things here. So learning people, getting myself together, coming out of my shell and getting more confident before the Hondurian industry. So mm-hmm. Okay. When did you first realize your attraction to men? <laughs> God, <laughs> you gonna have ideas that's coming to pick me up. <laughs> no, I was young. I, I guess you know people say uh, you uh, you're not born that way. It was very early. I, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm getting back. I, I was early. I'm gonna say at least five years old. I can remember. Oh wow. Yes. I mean, you know, you get that stage where all the support on the psychiatrists and say, oh, it's good to play full around and you grow up to be this and be that, though. But yeah, I was having, having feelings during that time frame. So, yes. I mean, we're all born sexual and no one can tell someone when they're really sexual after the custom means already again, that's when we're born. So, mm-hmm. I know society put that tag on it. No, I'm not a child molester or anything. I don't mess with children. But yeah, nobody can tell you when you are. When that hits you, I mean, it's just there. I mean, young girls, 13, 14, 15, when they're doing their thing, I mean, but they're feeling it and they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just part of the, what do you call it, like coming of age and that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. So, again, yeah. So, I was a single digit uh, boy feeling, happy feeling, too. Okay. So, growing up, did you have. I guess what they like to call that uh, official quote-unquote coming out moment. And uh, if so, what was that experience like for you? Oh, boy. Well, I guess, yeah, I, We're going you know, deep, Champ Robinson. Yeah, I see that. Deep, go deep all night of sleep, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually... Um, Excuse me, I mean, I actually went to my first gay club alone, just getting out, coming out, just seeing how things were, so I was yeah, young doing that, so figured that out, and met up with an older person, um, yeah, was, yeah, very older person, I was of age still, and going through that, and that's my coming out 
moment and period at that point. So at that point, it was just people learning and, you know, how people grow up with all the mentality. And once we got everything laid out uh, over a period of time, everybody was accepting and, and, and everything started to be kosher and good. So, so as of right now, everything is loving. So my uh, family asks more about my partner than myself now. So I feel a little bit jealous. Okay. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's good to hear. It's nice to yeah. know that uh, the outcome was very much positive. Exactly. True. And I think what don't kill those make us stronger like, like that, though. So, yeah, it was a very learning experience. I'm glad, and I won't take anything back. I, whatever I've gone through, I'm glad I experienced it because it makes me know how to help others when they need help and, and make myself a, a uh, more understanding and uh, considerate person. Absolutely. How old were you when you let your family know? Uh, how was I? It was, uh, I guess I was early 20s. Yeah, uh, yeah, 2021, probably, yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, people are like, oh, they already know that day. People tell you that, but I mean, uh, some of them, by golly, did know, because I mean, and you know, most of you just act a certain way, run with this really, da 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 da. But no, that wasn't me. I mean, I don't knock people. That's what you are. I mean, some guys are more thin than others, but that's you. But uh, I always had a masculine going in, whatever not. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, uh, since we're talking about your family, does your family know about your career in the gay adult industry? And uh, <laughs> if so, how do they feel about it? Actually, they do not. And the reason why I don't know why they don't, I guess. <laughs> They just catch uh, uh, technology or whatnot. I go, hell, I'm all over the place. <laughs> but if it Your comes big about. Dicks all over box covers and shit. Yeah, exactly. But if it comes out, I, I'm well with it. I mean, actually, I mean, I'm, I'm a grown person and, and it's there. It's just, just there. I mean, I uh, just, well, this is what it is. I mean, my own grown person, I do my own thing. So, I mean. And that's what it is. So, make it, if they don't accept it, I'm still going to be me and that's it. Okay. Good answer. But if the question, uh, yeah, if it comes up, I mean, I will explain. I mean, something I'll go just like, well, I'm like, guess what? Yeah, but if anything comes up, uh, like I said, it is what it is. I will just, this is it. <laughs> yeah. You can lay your box covers on the Thanksgiving table as placemats. Uh, yeah, and you have, I uh, probably have many people going to watching those <laughs> movies. I'm like, oh, my. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, yeah, my, I have a very, very, very uh, uh, open family with that. So, yeah, I have some very, very many fleets in my family. So, As a uh, performer of color in the gay adult industry, mm-hmm. have you ever felt any racism or discrimination directed at you? I mean, like I say, no, I have not. Not at all. I haven't, uh, not saying I won't, but now, as of right now, to think, no, I haven't experienced any uh, racism or anything in the industry at all. Everybody has been so warm and loving and, and supportive. So, yeah, I'm thankful for that. So, uh, but if it comes along, I said, I don't know how to face it, though. But uh, as of right now, I can keep things up that I won't have to face that. Okay, that's good to hear. It's nice to hear that uh, your experiences have thus far been positive, which uh, I mean, it's yes. nice. You know, that's, that's certainly a good thing. Yeah, exactly. What is your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? Uh, the bareback, I would say, I would say when you started off, 
maybe, bareback was still kind of like a niche. You know, it wasn't as fully embraced and accepted exactly. in the gay adult industry as it is now. And if I, I'm, I may be wrong, and maybe you can correct me if I am wrong, but I believe when you started it was still almost shunned upon like uh, you know a lot of the major studios were not hiring performers to do condom work if they had done bareback because you know they 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 just um you know i guess in their mind they they didn't approve of bareback porn so a lot of that has changed Uh, a lot of that has changed completely in recent years i mean there's there are a couple of major studios now or condom only that uh have completely turn into bareback studios exactly yeah and a lot of the studio heads and performers that you know were saying that they wouldn't work with people that have done bareback porn are all of a sudden in love with performers that do bareback porn so a lot of a lot of people have been uh have become a bit hypocritical and been eating their words so since you i mean you have you only done bareback? I'm trying to think back. Have you done condom majority? Work? Yes, I've done a, a condom scene. Yes, but okay. most of my work has been bareback. So, so yes, like, I let's say to keep it safe, let's say 95% has been bareback. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So since you're in it, 95% of uh, your uh, catalog of uh, work is in bareback. What's your opinion on the popularity of it, and what's your opinion on the this? Um, this acceptance of uh, of it in the gay adult industry in particular because it was such a shunned upon niche and, and now it's like the hottest niche i mean it, it's i mean i don't even know if we should call it a niche anymore you know it's just it's like the hottest thing and it's what's outselling everything in the gay adult industry yeah, it's more like um, hell yeah, it was more like taboo. That oh, you doing that? But yeah, there's actually now it's more yeah, more popular than ever. And as you say, more of the major companies are actually doing uh, both uh, condom and uh, bareback. So it's a growing field, though. And I mean, like I said, each to his own. I mean, if that's what you're feeling, I mean, go and do it. I mean, you're extension adults. We know what we're doing, and uh, if that's what you like, um, so I'm with you. And if that's not your thing, do your um wrap it up uh session as well but yeah it's coming more popular as you said and uh, I've, I've had a few people that didn't do but have asked me about um that back injury so yes it's coming of age and um won't you healthy taking care of yourself and whatnot and and watching and watch out for others i'll say do your thing okay what led to your decision to do bareback? And in particular, you know, as I said, uh, when you started off in the industry, mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of, you know, at, at, you know, to, to steal your words, it was kind of taboo. You know, it was a bit shunned right. upon by the major studios. A lot of like the big stars were very against it, and everyone was talking out against bareback performers. And there you were, you know, a fresh face in the game, doing it. So, what exactly. led to your decision to do it? Um, that's why I started off. I mean, it was nothing that was, that was the first company I went, and I enjoyed it, and I liked it, and uh, and I went for it. And and personally, I mean, like I do use condoms. I mean, they're, they're, I can do that, but I mean, uh, the sensation better and whatnot, uh, more intimate, I guess, of body to body skin contact. So that's probably one of my bigger things of liking uh, liking bareback more. So, okay, good answer. 
Now, something that I want you to sort of talk about is uh, testing. Because there, there have always been sort of conflicting reports from performers, actually in previous interviews that I've had as well, and, and in just reading interviews online and, and what performers say about the bareback industry. Some performers say that studi- some studios do test, and then there are other performers that say, you know, they've never been tested, uh, you know, since they've been in the industry. So can you share with the listeners a bit about that you know is there a testing process with the studios yeah, that depends that... on the studio yes i mean it depends on the studio with you and they, some studios go through your uh screening and whatnot and uh and, and some of them just just ask whatnot and just have in there i guess calls of what you're doing da, 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 and, and if you sign up on that then that's up on you so that's uh so like i said i each studio is different yes some do some don't so it's a mixture of uh of uh both I can give, I can okay. give it to you like that. But at the end of the day, the performer is knowledgeable about yeah, things. Yeah, knowledgeable, okay. yeah, and yes, and the studio's not here live because the person knows what you're getting into and what you're doing. So, like I say, growing adults, you know what you're doing, and you know what you're feeling, and you know what you're putting yourself at, so. Exactly. In your opinion, is there competition amongst performers in the gay adult industry? Uh, you know, there's always competition, friendly or not. I mean, I <laughs> haven't ran through, through it, though. But, I mean, you know, people always... I mean, I've gotten people all want to be like you. That I, know you I mean, I, I'm glad to hear that. And people come ask me for advice, though. But, I mean, it's... Actually, it's the uh, crowd and the and the uh, fans that give you support. I mean, because they like me, because they may not like you. I mean, yeah. in fact, case they like you, they may not like me. And I, I've learned that. I mean, everybody's not going to like you. And I know that. And that's what I've got made. That everybody's not going to like a love Champ Robinson, and, and so be it. I mean, <laughs> I don't like everybody, so I mean, um, so that's how person as a person. So yeah, but I mean, I'm fortunate to and whatnot. So yeah, I'm not accept that. Like if this like, oh, they don't like me, I'm like I'm over it. I'm uh, let's let's get it and move on. So okay, now let's get your list of the people you don't like. No, I'm, I'm totally playing. <laughs> oh no, it's not. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying anybody. No, I, I, no, I, no, I, 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 I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, every fight I come to, I, I've had fun with it. Uh, I, I have, uh, I've had a wonderful, wonderful co-workers, a wonderful cast. So, yeah, I have nothing negative to say about anybody. Everybody's been so great. Okay, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, I, you keep on talking about these great experiences, and that's always great to hear. You know, I'm, there are a lot of performers out there that uh, don't have the best of experiences in the industry for, you know, right. depends on the situation that they, they exactly. enter the game I, and who I they interact with. Right. I wish I had some stories for you, but I, I honestly don't have, don't have anything. I mean, I I don't know what is my demeanor or what I care myself. I mean, I go in, like I say, I go in as a, as a performer, and I go in with a... Uh, professional attitude and that's what I get in return exactly and that's probably why you've maintained the longevity that you have in the adult industry so moving on to another issue that's sort of a bit of a hot button issue in the gay adult industry and that is gay for pay performers what's your opinion on gay for pay performers in the industry and once again, I'm not judging anybody, but if that's what they like and that's what gets them going, I'm more power to them. I give them fully support. I mean, if that's what what they want to do, and I mean, studios mostly know these um, gay buffet performers, and I've seen seen some of them, and yeah, and, and my hats off to them. Uh, do your thing, boys. There you go. 
as we start moving away from these serious questions, I do want to wrap up this section by asking, is there a misconception or myth about porn performers that you would like to dispel? Uh, yes, all porn performers do not get high, do not use drugs in that sense. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that now. We don't all get on set and have to have some kind of uh, chemical um, fun to uh, make us relax. No, some of us go in and mess with us naturally having fun, all right? Okay, there you go. You heard it here from Champ Robinson. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, so moving away from the serious questions. Well, I guess this is kind of a serious question, but it's definitely in, in a different vein. Do you find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while working in the industry? No, I do not. I don't have that. Uh, I haven't had that at all, no, because, I mean, my partner knows where my heart is, and, and, and this is actually performing, and 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 it's, it's different. I mean, he gets my love, and he knows what I'm in love with, and, you know, this is just actually I'm doing um, uh, a performance. So, yeah, so that's, that's how that goes. Okay, cool. In your opinion, and, and I don't, I mean, I don't have a Rolodex in my mind of, like, who you've dated when you've been in the industry or not. So, um, my question is, just generally speaking, what is easier? Is it easier to date someone that does porn or someone who is not associated with the industry at all? That's, that's that individual. Um, I'm talking that's actually strictly individual. You can have a person that is in the industry and is worse, or someone is out. So that's actually more than individual. I've seen it all over. So, because my partner's not in the business, I mean, he's done a few hits here, never he's not in the business. So, but uh, yeah, and he's very supportive of me, and it's a very great thing. And I'm seeing people within the industry that say they understand the business, but have more hassles and mishaps and and hate and breakups more than anybody. <laughs> So my relationship has been here since the duration. So yeah, I'm in the same relationship once I started, and I'm still in that same relationship. Oh, okay, that that's good to hear. <laughs> that's awesome. It's always great to when people find love. Right. Yeah. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. <laughs> Gosh, I'm a prankster. I love jokes. And I really? Love yeah, I am a prankster. Yes, I am, and I have. Yeah, I keep things going. I like to be the life of people going on, so I have That's a little shyness about me. Yes, Rich yeah. shyness. Yeah, I do have a little shyness. People don't believe that, but once I know, know my bullshit. No, but once I get to know my crowd, I mean, it's like, oh, champ, shit, the hell up, though. No, really, I have to learn my crowd. Depending on who I'm with, though. But yeah, I, I'm a very much. Oh, I love, love games and joking and everything. And if I get a little drink, they're going to amplify me like a hundred times more. So just keep me away from the booze. That's interesting. <laughs> your, your porn persona when you're in scenes is so intense and so gruff that it, that it's, it's almost, almost like oxymoronic to, to think of Champ Robinson as like a, you know, a prankster making jokes and all that kind of stuff, you know, just because of what we sort of see in the scene. So that's definitely quirky and unique, and uh, it certainly shows a different side of, of you know, of Champ Robinson that I'm sure the, the listeners and uh, your fans might not have known of. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I'm sitting in my scenes here, and I, I'm actually into it. I mean, I, I mean, I love my partner since I am not trying to say I'm all that, but I um, well, people ask who I kind of work with, and I like the studios for that, and they actually give me, how about this, how about that, and then it's pretty much good. Like, I can usually work with anybody, though, but yeah, I'm there to 
uh, give a performance and let my viewers uh, enjoy what they're seeing. So and 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 all majority of my performances, I mean, they're nothing that I have to fake out because I mean I love sex. So I mean they're all that's just all me being naturally doing my sex. I enjoy sex. No kidding. <laughs> It, it wasn't evident in your scenes. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, some of them get a little bit more than others, so, but yeah, yeah. So I can't wait for my next scene. Yay. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> right now, I want you to describe yourself in 10 words or less. Ooh. Um, gosh, I need to, let me run a few words here. Um. Fun, serious, can be somewhat demanding at times, loving, and, um, and confident. That would be, uh, that would be distracting right now, yeah. Sounds good. I'm not trying to contradict myself, but that's what mood I'm feeling that would throw me in that circle of uh, words I just gave you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How often do you work out? Do you consistently have to watch what you eat, in particular when you have a scene coming up? Uh, I am more when scenes coming up there, but I usually, my partner gets on me about this. I know I'm talking about him. He's like going to kill me for running him off this. But yeah, because sometimes he's like, oh, you know, you, you, you need to eat. I got this for you. You need to eat. You're getting too small. And then all the time, oh, you need to lose weight. So it's quite, quite funny. But now I usually keep myself toned and watch what I'm doing pretty much. Basically. I do have my cheap, crazy days, believe me. I'm not all good. I do have my times. Well, ice cream is my weakness, so... <laughs> Okay, what's your favorite flavor? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably butter pecan. I love that. And I've got this new flavor I like mixing, actually, butter pecan and uh, uh, the uh, Oreo cookie and cream together. Oh, my God. And, and making it out of a shake, that's like one of my uh, dying moment, uh, moments right now. That's what I love. Okay, look at you, uh, Champ Robinson, celebrating his inner fatty. Exactly. So, yeah, but I usually try to stay away from the red meat and things of that nature, and I'm already chicken fish away from the fried, so, yeah, I have to keep myself disciplined and motivated and work out. So, workout I try to get in, it depends on, I try to do it uh, sometimes seven days a week or every, yeah, more, I don't try to miss more than two days if I miss it. If I'm on uh, rotation going around, I have to find a place with a workout facility, so I have to keep myself going. Okay. That's what's up. To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there. I have alopecia and I'm shooting. <laughs> no, I actually, I end up, uh, I'm mostly uh, shaved at times. I don't let it grow. Sometimes I'm mostly, uh, I'll keep it clean. I like it smooth. Yeah. Smooth boy. All right. Post a boy for alopecia. <laughs> See, that's how rumors start, Champ Robinson. Yes, People are going to be like, Champ Robinson wears a toupee. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, I have to take it off. So. Okay. It off. That's good to know. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Gosh. Ooh, uh, 
I was obsessed with my stomach. I, 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 I like the eating, uh, the ripples, the flatness of it. I like it washboard. I, I try to keep so that. Stomach gun, if I, if I can get more, if I have my stomach, I would go probably chest. I like that. And then my ass, people like my ass. And even females compliment me on my ass. So I'm like, okay, that's nice. Thank you. Okay. So Champ Robinson has a badonka donk donk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Show him what you're working with. Exactly. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. You'll be cast in the new Nicki Minaj music video. All right, well, Anaconda too. There you go. <laughs> now let's go with the flip side of that question. In your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? Mm, what do I like the least? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, I like all of me, but if I like to work on more, probably uh, the lower part of my legs. I like to build them up a little bit more. That's probably about it. So, but I okay. do I like them. You got so. chicken calves? Uh, no, they build up a little bit. So yeah, they're just how they are. So I guess I have to go and get surgery done. I go, you know, be able to heal plastic surgery. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Better get that credit card ready. Yeah. Uh, yes. Patine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In your personal life, what's your favorite sexual position? Does it match your favorite position on film? Um, uh, I think. Uh, probably not. Uh, I guess um, I guess more personal. I, uh, I like the back, probably, more personally. Okay. Now, we've seen you be this power top. In, mm-hmm. in your scenes, in your porn scenes. Does that match how you are off-camera? Are you strictly a top outside of porn scenes? Well, well actually, my partner, we're, we're both tops. I mean, get everything together. We're, we're both tops. Okay. Right there, and, and it works. So that's how it goes. Yeah, and I'm top often on camera, so. Okay. Now that I, that that opens a whole other can of questions that I can ask. <laughs> Far away. There you go. So so I'm assuming that you guys well you guys have to find someone that's gonna take it since both of you are tops. Uh, yes, yes, and then you know, everything's fine. Yes, exactly. So okay. all is well. So, so we have no uh, Sometimes, not lots. I mean, we we better we we actually um like our own um involvement and and whatnot. So it's actually the actual. It's not all about that. It's about the um emotional connection. That's okay. Really, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Okay. That's that's nice. You know, everyone. I mean, it's it's the year 2014. You have to find out what works. Uh, exactly. You know, a lot of the conventional uh, beliefs of the past well, don't necessarily work true. for some people. So, exactly. you know, there and are a lot of people there? that are into polyamory and that kind of stuff. And I mean, there mm-hmm. there are people that are into open relationships. So, right. you got to find as long as you have that connection and as long as there's the trust and the honesty, I think exactly. anything can work out. It's, it's once you start getting into the lies and the deception and all that stuff where things crumble. That's correct. And I'm always usually going in. What am I trying to say? Oh, you can't do this. And I like, uh, we're, 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 we discuss everything and we'll, we're all, and that's what keeps it out. Honesty and our openness of discussing everything. So, and understanding. So yeah, absolutely. That, 
And the key word we look for is communication, right? Exactly, and that's that's really the key to anything, whether it's exactly. any type of relationship, whether it's a familial exactly. relationship, a romantic relationship, or a friendship. Maybe yeah, some of those people think you can read their minds, but no, I don't have that power of permission, so. You're no Suki Stackhouse. And no Suki or, uh, what, uh, Piper, I mean, uh, Phoebe Halliwell. There you go. <laughs> Look at, uh, Chamber Robinson knowing his pop culture. Uh, yeah, you know, I gotta know my culture, hey, yes. Exactly. Okay, so since you said it, I like there is a follow-up question that I'm sure all of your fans are probably dying to know as well. And so I'm gonna ask, even though I, I have a Those feeling, the people, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. They're asking it right now. Can't you hear them? I, I hear them. <laughs> I hear them, listeners. I hear. I hear what you're asking. And so the question that that they want to know and that I'm sure I'm sure we all know the answer to but you know you're here so might as well ask mm -hmm. it right that's correct so is there any amount of money that a production company could pay at Champ Robinson to bottom for the first time on film uh, no <laughs> not at all okay. <laughs> I've, had, I, I've had offers and, and, and they have been declined okay well, there you go. <laughs> Moving on to to another fun sexual question. Do you get into any kinds of fetishes off camera? Because we've seen you play around with fetishes in some of the productions that you've been in. For there, there are some companies that that shoot uh, that that you've been in scenes with that, or I should say, in scenes for that uh, shoot fetish type of scenes, scenes that incorporate fetishes. So my question for you is off camera. Are you into any kinds of fetishes? Yes, I'm into a little S and M. I, I kind of like that little rough, tough thing that times not all crazy and water sports. So you know, fetishes are kind of hot. So yeah, and or being out somewhere in uh, in public and that thing that's being watched. So yeah, I have a few little perks of my sleeve up there. So I love that. So you might uh, see me out. I may see me in, in a park one day or in the woods. No, George Michael though. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, okay, now I've got to ask, what's the most, what's the most, the most public place that you've had sex? <laughs> Let me think. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry you're making me laugh. I've done a rooftop of a building, a parking deck. And uh, the weirdest place probably I've, I've done, uh, I'd like I think probably on a uh, railroad uh, trussle line. That, that was that was hot. So, okay. Yeah. Have you ever been caught? I uh, no. I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, okay, excuse <laughs> me. Okay. Champ Robinson goes the week ahead and scouts the location and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know it, Night vision goggles and everything. You know it. All right, James Bond. <laughs> yes, 007 chicken, not stirred. There you go. You would be technically 0069, but uh, that's a whole yeah. other story. Yes, it is. Yes. Hey, 69 is fun, so don't knock it. There you go. Don't knock it till you try it. Exactly. Okay, I want to go back in time with you once more because we had so much fun the last time. So, this one you're probably... I'm throwing you a curveball because I don't think you're expecting me to ask you this. But I'm asking it anyway. How and when did you lose your virginity? 
<laughs> you're, 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 not, Poppy, you're not right. You know, you're not right. I've been uh, told that before. Uh, exactly. I'm just, just going to say very, very uh, young. So I'm going to say, um, gosh, uh, probably, probably preteen. Probably, I guess, around. Uh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, between that same time as getting uh, 11, 12 ish, probably. Yes. Okay. Was this the babysitter or something? I <laughs> know, uh, a friend. So, yeah, it wasn't a babysitter, it was a friend. Okay. Male, female? Uh, male. Ah, okay. <laughs> Look at you getting down in, in yeah, your tween years. Exactly. Okay, so as we start wrapping things up, I want to allow the fans to get to know some of your favorites. So I have a list of five pop culture type of uh, questions that are kind of fun and uh, certainly will show a different side to uh, Champ Robinson. So we're going to start off with uh, the first one, and that is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now, this can be a list of five of your all-time favorites, or this can be a, f a list of five of your current favorites, just, you know, five TV shows that you really love. Okay, let's throw them together. They can get ranged from talk shows and everything. Yes, anything on television. All right, let's turn these together. Uh, Charmed, I, I, I still like that. I watched the syndicated version of that. Family Guy. <laughs> the Talk, I like that show. And uh, what is the... Oh, There's Our Lives. That's, growing up, I always loved that soap opera. <laughs> and um, now we're children. I still, I still like that show. Okay. It's quite the eclectic mix. Yes. Sounds good. So so the ladies of The View get no love from you. Oh, yeah, I do, but the cast is like, oh, don't just whoopie now, so... <laughs> well, you got Rosie. Uh, that, uh, that hasn't been officially put in, in, into play yet. Yeah, she has. Oh, is, is it now? Yeah, it's 100% I mean, official, to... yeah. Okay. But I love Cheryl Underwood. She is hilarious. That's why yeah, she keeps me rolling. I love her performances. Okay, on that cool. only talk. Very cool. Next question. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Can they all be the same person? <laughs> oh, Janet Jackson, of course. That's my love, my heart forever gone. Oh, gosh, I will marry her. So <laughs> I will let her know. Please do, gosh, our music has gotten me through so many, uh, and still do get me through so many times, so yeah, she's one of my, I guess she will be my, actually, drug and my cigarette, so yeah, she, that's what I need to just relax with her. And, uh, who else, um, I'm trying to think, um, Beyonce, she'll be one of the newer performers I like, I'm also like coffee uh, artists, and I have to go with Cop Gospel, I'll do Shirley Caesar, I like her music. And um, I'm trying to think who else do I love. I have so many, but you say top four. I'm just running through, and mm, I am coming. Um, uh, who's my? Mm, mm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, I got so many. I'm trying to think which one I want to see. Uh, I like a little bit of country too. I don't think one of my country others are like, so I'm pulling out of my hat for the country. So, um, 
kind of like Vince Gill, so yes, he'll be one of my top two. So that's my four music artists. Okay. <laughs> cool. What are three of your most favorite films? Um, yeah, Street Fighter sounds pretty good. Uh, Splash, I love Splash. That, that would be one of my all-time favorites of growing up with Dara Hannah, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, um, and, uh, uh, the X-Men, I uh, like that, that sequel and that run of their movies. And that uh, classic and old goodie would be Fighting Justice, so yes, I like that one with Tupac okay. and Janet. Good choices. What are two foods you can't live without? <laughs> My ice cream. <laughs> well, yeah, that's obvious now. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> it's just, I don't do it all the time. It's just one of my things. And what mm. I, um, uh, in particular, do I have to break it down the food, or do it, it can be a, a, like a group, like Italian food, or do I need to break it down all together? You could do a group. Uh, you're Champ Robinson. Uh, and, I'll and, give you yes, permission. And Italian. I love Italian food. Okay, cool. And uh, the last question in this set. What is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh. <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, man, you're sitting back. Uh, it has to be a recent guilty pleasure. It could be something long ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's up to you. Whatever, yeah. You have a free reign with the answer. Uh, no, I'll leave that one off. Let me check. Let me get another. My guilty pleasure. Oh, gosh. Well, that's not a really good pleasure, though, but I'm trying to just think of something that would go. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'll uh, be what, um. Doing a you know, guilty pleasure with uh, karaoke, singing and dancing to certain songs, so that's probably one of my gifted pleasures I like, well, like doing right now. It's, it's, it's anybody, women, men, so that's one of my gifts now. I actually don't perform it where it's on tape, so I have to get it to you. Okay, wait, so, wait, you do karaoke? Uh, yeah, I have to have my drinks first if I have. It's quite funny. It's a, uh, okay. Yeah, now, yeah. Can you carry a tune? Depends on what I'm singing, yes. I can actually, depends on the music and, and, and my notes. Yes, I can actually sing, but I, I prefer dancing. I love to dance. I love to dance. Okay, so, so Champ Robinson has moves? Champ Robinson has moves, yes, he does. Okay, he knows how to shake the badonk donk donk no, the dunk dunk dunk, and I know how to get fancy, so yes. <laughs> Look at you. Can, do you know how to step? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and I'm trying to um, trying to learn Latin. Uh, Latin dance. That's my next thing to do, so that's on my uh, list to do. Uh, Latin salsa, so. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe you can be, well, maybe be my teacher. There you go. <laughs> Why not? I have rhythm. Exactly. Okay, so... As we start wrapping things up, what's next for Champ Robinson? What uh, should the listeners expect from you in the very near future? What's What do you have coming up in the fall as far as do you know of any particular scenes that should uh, be dropped soon? Or at least, you know, what companies they should expect scenes to be uh, released from as well as uh, appearances like where... Where will Champ as Robinson right, be? As of right now, a uh, few companies still will be working with. It'll be uh, Raw Strokes, I know for sure, and Raw Butt Club, those two I'll be working for, and probably Black Breeders, those three companies. And right now, Champ's going to get ready to take a European little uh, 
tour over to Paris, so I will be going for a little while. <laughs> okay, that sounds and, fun. Yeah, it will be fun, and I will be back. And after that, I and all my lineup, I think uh, three cities uh, look for uh, Miami, Palm Springs, and Vegas. So those, I think, the three health cities that will be on the next lineup of my uh, coming to. Okay, sounds exciting. Where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself still performing? I'm sure a lot of people are probably curious uh, if there will ever be a Champ Robinson XXX.com, you know, website. You know, where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years uh, behind the scenes, pretty much basically working on and uh, making a few probably guest appearances. So, but yeah, it's mostly behind the scenes and actually mentoring and leading our future adult performers. Okay, that's awesome. So, behind the scenes of your own site, or do you see yourself directing yeah, for other yeah, people? Yeah, uh, my, myself. I, yeah, yeah. But I have to have a partnership with Refine, but I actually like being for doing things myself. So, yeah, I'm always in the work of doing something and, and, and keeping things together. So, yes, you should see something coming out for me in that time frame. So, yeah, chances okay. always working. Sounds good. How can the fans reach you? Where can they find you online, social networking sites, all of the goodies? Twitter, Champ Robson X, uh, or ChampRobson01 at gmail.com. So those are my main sites you can catch me at. And I'm creating a blog, so once I get all that together, I would definitely have that information as well. So as right now, catch me Twitter and my email is all the best places to catch me at right now. Okay, that's what's up. Now, a blog. What what uh, type of uh, information is yeah, going to be on the blog? Yeah, the information me uh, discussing daily things, people feedback. So it'll be a blog of, of, of a lot of things to go back. And people uh, state my point of view on things and, and um, whatnot. So it'll be a, a blog of information. So feedback and me giving my point of view. So. Okay, that sounds really interesting. A great uh, interactive experience, especially for those that have been following your career, you know, throughout this whole time. Exactly. So I thank my fans, and I love you. Thank you for your love and support, and thank you for me going along this year. Thank you, you guys have been wonderful. I do truly say I do love you. So. Well, Champ, this does bring us to the end of our interview. I know that you just thanked your fans, but uh, is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? Uh, yeah, just keep watching uh, for my new things and uh, keep giving me your feedback. Cause it's always welcome, uh, always a welcome, and I like to see what you don't like and do like and want to see from me. And to the people I've touched um, lives, thank, uh, I want to thank you for reaching out to me and what you give me keeps me inspired and going. So once again, I love you all, and let's keep this going, and we're all one big happy family. Fantastic. Certainly great words from Champ Robinson. And Champ, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. I know it was a long time coming, but uh, I'm a a big believer in, uh, you know, everything happens when it's supposed to. And uh, obviously the interview was supposed to happen now because it was fantastic. Right, and I thank you for giving me the opportunity, Poppy. So yes, we kept the lines of communication open and and going through all this. So we have known each other for a little while, so... Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you've had tremendous growth in the industry, and so I certainly have to give you a lot of praise and kudos because you've certainly developed quite a name for yourself and uh, have, as I said earlier in the interview, have maintained quite a a good longevity and, and a great trajectory in the business. Right, well, thank you. 
you're welcome. So once again, Champ, I want to thank you so much for the interview. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You're also going to get some special editions on days that are not Sunday throughout uh, this entire month. So stay tuned. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered user will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Registration is free and it's very simple. Once you're registered, as I said, you gain access to pretty much our entire library of previously aired broadcasts. So listeners, I suggest you do that. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychuloradio. With that, Champ Robinson and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, and thank you. Thank you.